Greetings, fellow people out there in the Potterverse. We are back for another edition of Comical. My name is James, and with me is Gabe, and we are a father-son duo who read comics talk about them. What we do is we read the first comic book uh, of a series, the first issue, and we talk about it to maybe give you some insight into whether you want to start a new comic book series or not. Uh, and at the end of the episode, we rate them. So, and each 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 time we do it, we alternate who gets to choose the new, uh, the next first issue. And this week, it's my turn, and you're going with the Black Bolt, and this will be issue one um, in a new Black Book or Black Bolt series that came out. And um, to get us started, Gabe, who goes by the Collingsman. By the way, what's mine? Do I have a name? Do I have a nickname? You're the comic book noob. Oh, yeah, I'm the noob. Since I'm yeah. new to comic books. Yeah. So you got yeah. the book human and the noob. I yeah. somehow feel like that's insulting. But anyway, I'll, I'll I mean, just... It, it kind of is. I mean, yeah. to be honest, it's, re- it's insulting. But yeah. I don't have a good name for you yet. So if anybody has well, suggestions. Until we have a new, cooler name for me, we're going to go with... The noob. So, to get us started on the Black Bolt, uh, comic book human, aka Gabe, give yeah. us a little background. Give us a little good intro into Black Bolt because I, for one, really enjoyed this issue. So, I kind of did some research. I am not the biggest Inhuman Inhumans fan. I mean, I I like them. I just didn't know really anything about them. So, I decided before this podcast, I would start or I would do some Google research and see. Who they are. So, so who are they? And what are they? So the Inhumans are another superhero group. They first appeared in the Fantastic Four uh, in December 1965. So that was the year that they were first introduced. But Medusa, who is an Inhuman, and yes. Gorgon, who is another Inhuman, were also introduced in the Fantastic Four before the official Inhumans introduction. I guess. So uh, the Inhumans first comic book series was in 1975. Uh, so that's when they actually decided that's when they actually got their own actual Inhuman branded comic book instead of being guest appearances. Uh, so some of the heroes consist of Medusa, Trident, I think that's a tr- Triton, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Lockjaw, which is a, a dog, a giant bulldog. Uh, Medusa is a girl with red hair and I don't know exactly what her superpowers is, but are, but I think she has like stretchy hair or something like that. And Triton is, I think like an Aquaman kind of character. Um, and Gorgon, I don't know anything about him and Black Bolt, which is the <laughs> comic book rewrite today. Uh, his powers are, he has like this crazy, amazing voice. If he whispers, he can destroy stuff. And if he scream, if he talks regularly or screams, he can just destroy anything. Um, and they are Marvel's most advanced alien race. They are blessed with a strange power. Uh, for centuries, they lived on a, on a city on Earth's moon in a city called Atlian. Uh, and now they walk among us. So not actually, but in the comics, they walk among us. And so, e- each of the Inhumans has a different power. They don't, it's not all, they don't all have the voice thing. No. Right, right. Okay. I mean, look at the Avengers. 
They're not yeah. all the same. Yeah, kind of like that. Right. Um, so they're basically just alien <clears throat> which is pretty cool. So do the does each character, inhuman character, have their own comic book, or does it just the Inhumans? As that's that's the I think it's stick. it's just the Inhumans. It's kind of like. I guess you can't really compare it to the X-Men because the X-Men have had spinoffs like Logan, Old Man Logan, or just Wolverine comics and other stuff. But I think the Inhumans are strictly like Inhumans. Like that's what they are. That's their comic book. Now, Black Bolt, I guess I'm wrong there because Black Bolt just had his own comic book run from 2017 to 2018. And that's what he read this time. So I guess... I mean, they. I mean, they do make appearances in other comic books, like the Avengers and X Men and other stuff. So, I mean, to answer your question, kind of. All righty then. I'll I'll take kind of. At my job, whenever people ask me opinions, ask for my opinion, it always starts out with "it depends." So, kind yeah. of for me. Although uh, Black Bolt, so he's got that. The superpower is his voice, his ability to speak and destroy cities, Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot less than that. He also has extremely good senses, I picked up in this issue. Um, He has a good feel for his surroundings, it mentioned. So, um, as far as background goes with Black Bolt specifically, oh, are you done, Uh, Gabe, with the background for the Inhumans? Just to name off some of Black Bolt's powers, he has yeah. a ter- Terrigen mutated physique, surpasses the superhuman physique of a typical inhuman. His strength, stamina, durability, and reflexes are all well above the typical inhuman or human yeah. or human levels. His speed and agility are also highly enhanced, and he also uh, possesses superhuman senses. So he kind of has like this crazy spider sense. <clears throat> that's cool well he looks really cool i like the uh the art with him in this i thought was pretty awesome especially when he had that uh, yeah on over his mouth uh the muzzle i should yeah. say the um kind of reminded me of, like the bane mask from the dark knight yeah, yeah it did look like that some um the, the first thing i wanted to know about black bolt other than thinking he looked cool when I picked out the, the the comic, with some background on him and what his story was, and wouldn't you know, on the inside of the front cover, they, they explained it. Yeah, they explained it, and I'll give a quick summary. Guess what? The comic book human didn't actually read that. No, well, I I'll read. I'm thinking of just reading it because in in my best narrator voice. I don't know how I'll do, but go for it. All right, it says Black Bolt is or was the king of the Inhumans, an off-splinter of humanity experimented upon by the alien Kree. With the help of Terrigan, a chemical that unlocks keys in their DNA, Inhumans can wield many shapes and powers, but these incredible gifts sometimes come with a price. Black Bolt's voice can shatter mountains and level cities. It has killed many, including his own parents. It drove his brother Maximus insane, but it has saved countless others. When the silent king speaks, the world hears him. 
when the mad titan Thanos raided the inhuman city Adelin, Black Belt set off a bomb that destroyed the city and spread Terrigan across the planet, seemingly dying in the process. There was always an explosion in the inhuman population as Terrigan activated latent DNA in seemingly human individuals. But many died during their transformation, and Terrigan proved deadly to the planet's mutants. When Black Bolt returned, freed from the mind control of his mad brother Maximus, who had stolen him away after the battle with Thanos, his people no longer trusted him, and neither did his queen, Medusa. The silent king abdicated his throne and set out to redeem himself. So how did he wind up here? And that's when it starts. You can listen more on Audible. Yes, that's right. I will be uh, reading books as soon as someone finds me. You know, <laughs> producer, uh, some multi-million dollar producer re- hears this and wants to employ me. Hopefully. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Black Bolt, it starts off. He's he's chained. He's got this mask on his face. He's muzzled, so he can't yeah. speak. And um, you don't know how he got there. And he doesn't know how he got there. Which um, is nice because it's kind of annoying when a comic book like doesn't let you know where he is. Yeah, the character actually knows where he is and doesn't care to explain. So right. I thought that was a nice thing that he didn't know exactly. Because <clears throat> I was like, kind of frustrated. I was like, okay, so we're reading this. It's like coming into the middle of a series and not knowing where to, like, what's happening kind of thing. But it was nice to know he didn't know what was going on. Because I think Stan Lee had this quote of kind of just, well, your first issue of a comic is your first comic. And they should have the ability, the writer themselves should have the ability to explain the comic to you, like explain what is going on in this broad story. And I was kind of frustrated. Like, did this like lead off of something that happened in another series? And now this is like the side trail kind of thing or what, but it didn't feel like that once you got going through the pacing and everything was good and he didn't know where he was, so I, that made it nice for me, at least. Part of me wonders if I shouldn't have read the back of the front cover and given all those details. I wonder if that's those are things you find out along the way in this series. I don't know. But I like... Well, I think that started from another comic book series. Okay. Because Thanos wasn't in this. Spoilers. Thanos was not here. Well, I like the beginning, like you, of us not knowing what's going on and having a limited perspective. I think there's kind of two ways sometimes, and I'm guessing there's a middle ground too, but movies do this as well. Some movies, I'm going to compare two alien movies that I like. So humor me for a second. You got alien. Okay, keep going. You got Independence Day, and that you're on the, the audience is omnipotent, right? They know what's going on, they have the view from. The president from the White House. So we know everything the humans know in that movie. And so we kind of, and they, I think they did it well. I love that movie. The other movie that I really love that did the opposite was, and that was uh, the uh, signs where your perspective was the limited perspective of the family um, on the farm. 
And so you didn't have access to, you know, what the big wigs do in Washington, D.C. So you didn't have an omnipotent, or I'm sorry, omniscient, I should say, perspective. And so either way can be done well. I think this one did the, uh, did the latter well, well, where it kept us it, it, the same ignorance that Black Bolt was in. Kind of reminds me of Memento as well, the movie that goes backwards because the main character couldn't form new memories. But anyway, that's a different podcast. So we, we're getting these... Movicle thoughts. Yes. And so we're getting these... Not happening. Clues that he's, he's some kind of king. He's part of the royal family. Um, and he keeps hearing someone say, name your crimes, repent your crimes. Um while he's chained up and eventually I couldn't hear you for a few seconds for some reason. Well, hopefully everyone else heard me. Okay. Um, what, what was the last thing you heard? Uh, I said movical thoughts and then it cut out. This is oh. technical I'll, difficulties I'll about my point. That's all. But okay. so he's chained up and he keeps hearing name your crimes or paint your crimes. Some, a voice coming from somewhere. And, um, he either gets bored or he's just tired of sitting there and he destroys the chains that are on him fairly easily. And he walks off. Uh, he leaves the room that he was in, which is interesting. He could just leave. Uh, but he yeah. looks like he's in this big, big, you know, layer with different rooms and stairways and, you know, giant, I don't know, industrial stuff. Um, and he's trying to remember who he is and what he's doing there. And he's having a hard time. So, but there's no guards. So that's, what's interesting here. So Gabe, take it from there. I mean, when you think about it, most villains aren't the smartest when it comes to training up people. But the thing is, there is a damper on this building, so he couldn't really use his powers. Yes. Um, so I don't think that's I think that might be why they didn't have their guards or anything because if you just dampered the building you don't really need to have anybody watching Black Bolt. And so Black Bolt is still going on this trail leading to somewhere and he's trying to figure out what is going on. And he has flashbacks to his brother thinking that his brother put him here or what and he's trying to get the muzzle off the cannot get muzzle off the muzzle will not come off that's like the one thing he can break out of the chains and do all that but the muzzle is not coming off and so he keeps walking this is a lot of walking uh in this yeah and he's kind of thinking about his his uh his queen his wife his queen his, and he has a son as well and yeah he's afraid for them and wants to protect them from his brother but he he's got to solve his current predicament first yeah and so he's walking along and he hears this screaming from a girl and he runs over to see what is going on. And he runs into the uh, room area to try to help her. Yet he is too late. And that is when he meets the this guy named Creel, who is also the, uh, what was his name? The... Uh, absorber, amazing absorber, man. He calls himself Crusher. Well, well, his name is actually the Amazing Absorbing Man. That's his right. power. 
right since he's a dance since there's a damper on wherever they are he can't his name is crusher yeah and this but he's still the absorbing man he's the guy who can touch stuff and absorb stuff i'm very intrigued to see exactly how that works what when you touch something and you just become it or when you absorb it well think like he touches metal or something and i i don't know actually know i've seen him some places but i think he just touches stuff and he becomes the material of it but uh black bolt gets in a nice good old tussle with crusher as he calls himself in this because he has no powers because he's just muscly i mean he's kind of your dumb thug like you know not really like anything big to beat but i mean he does give black bolt a run for his money but black bolt and throws some good old kicks and gets punched in the face by the crusher. And he reminds uh, me of one of those thugs in Double Dragon, where you got to get through him to get to the boss. And it sounds yeah. like he he said um, he asked Black Bolt, "You want the guy who runs this place? He's down there." He points behind him. And he says, "But you got to go through me first. So yeah. They, and Black Bolt, of course, defeats he him gives, easily. He a punch, and then Black Bolt spins kicks him he goes down the crusher goes down and black bolt goes on the the treacherous path to the boss boy and uh oh, and there's someone in the background talking about the black bolt because his name is black agar boltagon and there's people shadowy figures in the background i think those know, are elves who know about black bolt um i think those are asgardian elves from the looks of it okay I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know, but they have pointy ears. At least one of them does. Yes, at least one of them does. The other one has long hair and some kind of something pointy on his shoulders. He looks like the guy, he might, he looks like one of the guys from Thor The Dark World, which I know everybody hates that movie, but I'm the comic book human, not the comic book guy, and I actually like that movie. You can bash me all you want. Thor The Dark World was not a bad movie. Um, but yeah, I'm not Kevin Smith. So he, which is why you, your name is the human, not the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So black bolt keeps walking, but no one's following him. And he goes in to this room and he finally finds out who's been yelling, name your crimes or pinch your crimes. So he's in this giant, like auditorium, you know, um, this guy has a Thanos chin dome. Yeah. Um, if you if you zoom in close, the guy looks like he has a Thanos chin. Oh yeah, but, he, but, he, but he's got like a hood over his head. All he can see is his chin, and he's all messed up. He's he looks like he's got chains on him, and he's he's part claw. machine, yeah, and part claw. No body, only upper chest and head and arms. Because there's yeah. just a gaping black hole. There's no legs or anything. Yeah, he's kind of got this like cloak on. You can't see anything below his zombie what? Thanos question mark. Maybe, but basically, um, so Black Bolt speaks. He was able to get the muzzle off because he got punched by Crusher. And- you gotta, you gotta, gotta give the cinematic view. He rips off the muzzle. Oh yes, Thanos zombie in the eyes, and he says, "Stop." Nothing happens. Yeah, his voice is completely ineffective. And the creature, whoever it is, says, penance and death for your crimes and violations. And then 
apparently Black Bolt dies. So that's interesting. Um, and the next thing we know is back he, in chains. he's back in chains. Um, and there's a, a cellmate sort of in the cell next to him, at least. Um, whose name is, what was the name? Blinky. Yeah. I'm guessing it, this thing's name is Blinky because of all the eyes it has. Maybe. Or maybe it was a rogue Pac-Man ghost who got put in jail. Maybe. Or so his parents were a big fan of the movie My Fellow Americans where he nicknamed his hoo-hoo Blinky. But anyway. I don't think anybody's going to get that reference. Probably not. But you should watch My Fellow Americans. It's funny. Anyway, so he's back in chains now. And his the cell next to him, there's a creature with several eyes named Blinky. Looks kind of like an, I don't know, something from the Black Lagoon. Um, Black Bolt introduces himself, said, I am Black Bolt. And well, Blinky said, I don't know how you got here, but um, you made it back after he killed you. I mean, not everybody does. Cool. So this three-eyed Blinky person apparently is aware that that creature kills people. They don't usually come back. But So he killed Black Bolt, and now Black Bolt is back. Um, and then Black Bolt introduced himself. Blinky wants to know how you got here. And Black Bolt says, I put myself here. So apparently, he is in on his own will. So he's self-imprisoned. And we don't know why. It says to be continued. So, well, that's when you find out he's actually on a floating prison because we didn't actually know where he was in the beginning. Well, yeah, because the, the last, there's like a half page scene where this floating asteroid thing in space that has asteroid prison. Yeah, it looks kind of like a prison. So, so that's the first issue. Uh, I really liked it. I liked the backstory a lot. Um, <clears throat> how he's kind of dethroned royalty. His own people are skeptical of him. It sounds like he saved his planet from... Do you think he and do you think he imprisoned himself because he felt so bad about what he did? That's what the the summary at the beginning would suggest, that he needed to... That's uh, why he himself get, back. He what? He kept putting himself... He put himself back in prison for a reason. Yes, I'm thinking that's why, and I'm not sure... Um, or that's what he did. I'm just not sure why, what his goal is and what he wants to accomplish before he gets out. And whether, if he put himself in, whether he can just walk out. Apparently he can just walk out. So um, he put himself in, but he's not in control of being able to get out yet. And there's this other creature there that's incredibly powerful that looks like he has a Thanos chin um, under the hood. But I think the art is really good. The They do a good job uh, with um, black it's more painting esque art than your just regular drawn art. It looks more like a painting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I kind of like it. The part that got me was when he kind of had the sad dog face after he stopped, or after he said stop. I just didn't like his eyes there. But uh, other than that, I thought the art was like a nice, a solid art style for this yeah like it fit really well and didn't seem kind of it didn't seem out of place for what the comic was about so 
Ooh, excuse me. So I really liked it. I enjoyed it as well. I let's see. So I like the backstory. I like the plot. Uh, this was kind of a short issue, so it's something you can read in probably ten minutes. Uh, yeah. But you'll want to go back and appreciate some of the art after you do. And uh, I missed I the chin on the uh, the creature that Gabe picked up on. So that was that was a good move. I would recommend buying this either in trade paperback or if you really are skeptical, buy at least two issues, maybe three, if you want, if you actually like it. Um, the story, in my opinion, was interesting to say the least. I really liked it. I'm curious to what happens next, but I. Yeah, um, I recommend it as well. My previous high was what, an eight for Red Hood and the. Um, Oh my goodness. What'd you get of old man Hawkeye? You know, I can't seven maybe. Well, we need to put this stuff in a list. Yeah, we do. We're we're working on getting a website for comical thoughts. And as soon as yeah. we have that up, we will let you know in this podcast. And we're gonna have our own reviews of the comic books there, and we'll have our own rating system and everything. And so, a list of what to read. Correct. I'll give my list of what to read. So but anyway, I'm going to give this. Hmm, I'm going to give this a nine. I liked everything about it. I like the backstory. I like the mystery uh, that you don't know what's going on exactly. Um, and I probably would have enjoyed it more had I not read the inside cover. Um, but that I like the backstory, so that kind of balances out. That um, I guess I liked that I read the the backstory. So. Um, and I like the art uh, quite a bit. It's dark, um, foreboding. It's not surprising. It's Black Bolt. He was in, in prison by his own dis- choice. Uh, apparently tortured by a creature that we don't know who he is, but he's got a familiar chin. My so, theory is Thanos zombie. That is quite possible because it, the rest of his body looks like a zombie body, not regular Thanos body. So... But yeah, so I give it a nine. So that's the highest I've given. I think it's uh, my second favorite is Red Hood. Um, what was that called, Gabe? Red Hood and the what? The uh, Outlaws. The Dark Trinity. Yeah, and the Outlaws, the Dark Trinity. Well, uh, that's a, Dark Trinity is just the name of the, the trade paperback. Yeah, right. Correct. Yeah, it was Dark Trinity, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. That was had been my favorite. And I gave that an eight, I believe. Uh, this I'm giving Something a nine. Like that. Yeah, I'm giving this a nine. I, this has been my favorite so far that we've done. So what are you rating this? Seven. Seven? I, well, hear me out. I like the art. The story was good. It was not, as the cool kids say, a banger of a first issue. Um, I mean, it was good. It just kind of just, I don't know. I don't want to give it too high of a score. But, I mean, if we make this website and I think about it more, I might move my score up. We don't know. All right. Anything can happen on a website. That's fair. That's fair. We reserve the right to change our mind. Yes. Minds, minds, I should say. We're not the board. (laughs) We have separate minds. So, I wonder if anybody will get that reference. I hope they do. I didn't get it. Well, that's because you haven't watched a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation, I don't think. 
Yeah. So, okay. Well, finish, take us out, Gabe. Um, let okay. us know about what's next and uh, close us up here, Common Foot Human. And until next time, the noob is signing off. So <laughs> from, the, from the noob and Gabe, take it away. Okay. So, um, well, this was Comical Thoughts here and we are signing off and I think our next issue might be on Hellboy. So I'll see what I can find. But until the next time, you can uh, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. We do have a Twitter but I don't do much there. And if you're listening, please follow those and subscribe to the podcast. And if you have any recommendations of for comic books for us to read that are single issue or maybe longer, maybe we can tackle that sometime, but feel free to email us with your suggestions and tell us what we can do different. Um, yeah. So that's all for comical thoughts this fine evening or morning whenever you're listening to this, or afternoon. Uh, We'll see you next time.